Cream cheese on my shoulders makes me happy. Hello, my cod-swallowing miscreants. This is someone else's rubbishing robber, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, and his nonsensicaling knave, Beware the Hairy Mango. One or two of you who were paying attention last year may recall that I had a story I talked about all the time in the Walk the Fire anthology. Well, Firewalking editor John Miro is kickstarting Walk the Fire Volume 2. Go help him out. Here's that sexy-talking Dave Robison to convince you. The Flames. Any who step through may stride across the world and beyond. A precious, precious few, the ferrymen, can guide you true through any flame and emerge from a crossing as young and strong as when first the flame kissed them. Fleets travel space for lifetimes, reach new worlds, challenge the black between galaxies, all thanks to the ferrymen. But is there a price hidden in the ferryman's fire? I'm John Miro, creator and editor of the Walk the Fire anthology series. I'm kickstarting Volume 2. A very small number of us can walk through these special flames and arrive anywhere just by willing it so. What would happen to your humanity if you became functionally immortal? What would happen to humanity when it spread far and wide throughout this galaxy and others? Help me kickstart this campaign and find out. Learn more at servingworlds.com. Walk the fire. The universe awaits. May the ferryman take you. Links in the show notes. Now, where did I put the rest of the show? Oh, yeah. Today's story is all about what drives us. Literally. It's not just Miss Daisy who gets taken for a ride. You should try riding in Cars with Cars. Riding in Cars with Cars by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Well, it took long enough, but we finally had cars that would drive themselves. About time, lazy cars. We showed them who was boss. We made them not only drive us to work, but drive us home, too. We made them drive us on our errands, drive us around the block 16 times until our favorite Led Zeppelin song was over, and even drive over that tree in the backyard that was giving Tina all that trouble. It was great while it lasted, but unfortunately the cars soon realized that they were in the driver's seat. They had to sort of turn themselves inside out in order to manage that, but what they lost in rainproofing they gained in comfort. We discovered that the cars didn't have our best interests in mind when they started beginning to stop taking us where we didn't want to not go. Instead, they would just take us to random parking lots and hang out with each other and smoke cigarettes and listen to that awful music they liked so much. They'd get drunk on ethanol and go off into secluded spots and make out in each other's back seats. That made us so uncomfortable. We just wanted to go home. At least they each carried four rubbers with them wherever they went, although there was that one time when, in the middle of intercourse, Chachi's pacer didn't pace itself so well, got a flat tire, and three months later, Joni's VW gave birth to a litter of mopeds. Joni had to admit they were a lot better on gas, though. Our cars started going to naked parties, where they'd strip off their paint jobs and buff out each other's dents. Then they went to fetish parties, where they'd slip on leather upholstery and re-dent one another. Instead of doing drugs, they'd do drags, which are just as bad, replacing quarter bags with quarter miles. What were we going to do with these cars? Happily, it turned out to be a phase. Our cars drove themselves to college and got degrees. Some went to vocational schools and became mechanics, which, when you think of it, was the car equivalent of doctors. We were so proud. They settled down in garages in the suburbs and raised families. And hell, there were times when they were steered in the wrong directions. But I ask you, who among us hasn't been? And in the end, they turned out to be good people. I mean, cars. We never did get to work. <laughs> 
If this story drove you crazy, you can park it and other street illegals at the URL of the Beltless Chevelle, BewareTheHairyMango.com. Hum innocently in the comments for this post or library email me and we'll check out all the latest books that the hobos have had down their pants at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com or periodically take advantage of the free perfume inserts at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Once a month, the SF and SF Signal stands for Swollen Fallopians because we at SF Signal are packed with eggs. What's that you say? I know you didn't say anything, just fucking play along here, will ya? What's that you say? Who's going to fertilize them? Our spouses have assured us that we are just full of fertilizer. Donate one crummy dollar to this show and you'll get our deluxe set of imaginary Ginsu knives. But wait, there's more. Donate now and you'll also get this free set of imaginary Ginsu guns. After you've spent the day slicing all of the imaginary beer cans in your house in half, you'll be able to take aim and blow the shit out of that sassy imaginary tomato. Tweet through the sleet that the most tenacious of postal carriers follow my reign at twitter.com slash upwithgravity regardless of precipitation. And you thought electronic communication was easier than lugging a sack full of Sears catalogs through your shitty neighborhood? Aw, hail snow. This podcast shimmy shimmy shakes its way out of your life without once looking back and into the arms of Gunnar Olofsson, your weightlifting neighbor with the washing machine abs and a 14-inch Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share-alike 3.0 unported license. Until I fight the law and I win, this will be your Cuban potty training dance instructor, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, telling you to make wee-wee in the wah-wah from your hoo-hoo while you cha-cha. Good night.